This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio, uh, it's always a great one when you've got some red meat for the radio, and this one certainly qualifies. Jerry Butts is coming back out of the shadows, the former principal secretary to the prime minister, as we know. He resigned during the Lav Scam scandal, uh, and uh, there was some attendant, uh, I guess, criticism that he might have been interfering, even suggesting interference on the part of the federal prosecutor's office. Well, he's come back now from purgatory. Uh, he's going to uh, take up the position of senior political strategist three months out from the election, and uh, he is now back in the fold. Let's find out what the Conservatives make of this. Pierre Polyev is the Conservative Shadow Minister of Finance and the MP for Carleton. Mr. Polyev, always a pleasure. Good afternoon. Good to be with you, John. So what do you make of this? Well, listen, now we know what Justin Trudeau really thinks. Uh, he, the our chief architect of the SNC-Lavalin corruption scandal is in... And the courageous women who stood up for principle and honesty against the prime minister are out. That's all you need to know about Justin Trudeau and how he judges character. He sticks by his cronies and punishes honest and courageous women who stick to their oath of office and stand up for integrity. All right. Uh, And so uh, that's the take of you, I guess, in the party by extension. But uh, do you think that's going to have any consequence for the Liberals in the election? Well, it will depend on whether Canadians are willing to tolerate a prime minister who interferes in a criminal trial to help a Liberal-linked corporation avoid prosecution for alleged bribery and fraud. This is a company accused of bribing Libyan officials with $40 million and then taking over $100 million in fraudulently obtained money from the poorest people in the world. Uh, We uh, have to decide whether we're the kind of country that tolerates that just because the company has connections to political leaders. We have to decide whether there's one set of laws for the people and another for the powerful, and whether we have the rule of law or the law of rulers, and voters will decide that when they vote on Trudeau in October of this year. The Liberals must know. Uh, I'm sure they've already tested this somewhere along the line with a focus group or took some internal polling and realized the guy wasn't as toxic as maybe some people are painting him to be, uh, which is why he's come back. Otherwise, Or on net balance, uh, he's more of an asset than a detriment. Uh, that's the way it works up there in, uh, I guess, the war rooms in Ottawa, does it not? They made an assessment of his toxicity versus what he could bring to the campaign and perhaps how integral he might be to help shift their fortunes going forward. Isn't that it, how that goes? He's been called the PMO puppet master, the man who pulls the strings. As you see, when Justin Trudeau doesn't have a script, he can barely put a sentence together. So it does make sense that they'd want someone who can program him and give give him some rehearsed lines to keep him out of trouble. Um, But that doesn't mean he's good for Canada. 
Uh, you know, if you need a, if the prime minister needs the architect of a massive uh, corruption scandal as his top advisor just to keep him from saying dumb things, uh, that says something both about the competence and the integrity of the prime minister. All right. Well, uh, apart from, I mean, making some uh, political capital out of this, let's just talk about what his contribution may be. You talk about, well, he was the architect of the scandal. His background also tends to suggest that climate change is going to be front and center as a campaign issue, one of the defining issues upcoming in three months' time, because this guy's background is all over that file, isn't it? Well, his background is all over high taxes and big debt. Uh, He was part of the McGuinty regime, and you'll remember uh, the Ontario Liberals um, doubled the debt, doubled electricity bills, and lied in four consecutive elections about their plans to raise taxes. I get it, but Mr. Pauly, the, the polls also show that this is going to be one of the principal issues. I think one came out maybe a week or so ago, and it said uh, about 57% of Canadians subscribe to that, primarily younger Canadians, higher in the liberal or progressive precincts. So this is what they want to recruit, especially in Ontario and Quebec. Uh, so isn't there a method to the madness? There might be, and we're happy to run on the environment. We have a real plan to protect the environment. It requires large industrial emitters reduce their uh, uh, greenhouse gases. If they fail to, they'll have to invest a set amount in green, a green fund to clean up either their company or their entire industry. Uh, we're going to give Canadians a green home tax credit that saves them money on environmentally friendly renos and appliances. Well, well I, the, like, I understand that fully. Believe me, we've had Mr. Shear on, and he explained it in some detail. And uh, But the Conservative premiers that are uh, aligned against the carbon tax, for example, I mean, this is what they're trying to do. They're going to position this as the Conservatives being outliers, or maybe it's heresy towards how the predominant number of Canadians, especially in Ontario and Quebec, feel. And is this something for which you see the deft hand of Jerry Butts playing a principal role? Well, Jerry Butts is uh, a master at uh, making excuses for higher taxes. He helped Dalton McGinty do the same thing. So um, they don't have an environment plan. They have a tax plan designed to hike gas, grocery, and home heat prices uh, at the expense of working-class people. And consumers will pay, but polluters will not under the Liberal plan. Ours is the reverse. We, we're going to require large industrial emitters to reduce, actually reduce their emissions. Uh, rather than just taxing grandmothers for keeping the heat on in February. So we're happy to have the debate uh, about their tax plan versus our environment plan. Again with Pierre Polyev, he's a Conservative Shadow Minister of Finance, discussing the implications of Jerry Butts coming out of the shadows, or the penalty box, I guess, after a a matter of a few short months following his resignation during the height of the SNC-Lavalin scandal, and he's assuming a role as a senior This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Political strategist with Justin Trudeau, uh, the prime minister. So I guess what this implies as well is their feeling is the SNC-Lavalin thing has gone away. Uh, the Vice Admiral Norman thing that was supposed to be the other shoe to drop uh, is not resonating because it was powdered over with a paycheck nobody knows about because of a non-disclosure agreement. Is this anything that the Conservatives can still resurrect and capitalize on, Mr. Polyout? Well, you're quite right. The Liberals use their majority on the Justice and Ethics Committees to shut down the investigation into the SNC-Lavalin corruption scandal. And they're hoping Canadians will forget that Justin Trudeau became the first prime minister in perhaps in Canadian history to become personally involved in blocking a criminal prosecution of a large corporation. Um, yes, they, they shut down, they appear to have shut down the Admiral Norman trial as well. He, uh, the prime minister declared that the this sailor would be charged and of course the police then followed the boss's orders a week a month later and laid those charges we found out later on that the charges had no merit and they had to drop them and give uh, a paycheck presumably uh, to settle the matter we don't know how much canadian tax dollars were paid out uh, to this uh, veteran uh, but we can imagine it's a lot of money and trudeau's hoping that he can just keep that secret until after the election what do you make of the idea that uh, is, as long as conservatives or the opposition are talking about ethic failings and what have you, uh, they're not focused on the economy? Isn't that really the issue that, that will be the defining factor going forward? I mean, liberals are trying to suggest now that they're, you know, uh, they bought the pipeline, they've got clearance for it. The NEB uh, came out with, I guess, a reconfirmation of that point. Uh, they'll be the, the stewards of a good, robust and healthy economy uh, and sort of going around the whole ethical question because Canadians care more about wallet issues. Well, let's talk pipelines. When the prime minister took office, there were three of the world's most respected pipeline companies ready to put their shovels in the ground and build pipelines. Now, all three of those companies have decided to abandon those projects. TransCanada abandoned Energy East, Kinder Morgan abandoned Trans Mountain, and Enbridge abandoned Northern Gateway. And all three of these cases, Trudeau meddled and, and effectively uh, caused the, those projects to come to an end. And there will be no pipeline built under Justin Trudeau. He bought it so that he could claim he supports pipelines, but he said he wants to phase out the oil sands we know the best way for him to do that is to just block pipelines in the future. He has not built a single solitary inch of new pipeline. Yeah, he spent $4.5 billion, but that's to buy a 60-year-old pipeline we already had. We don't need that pipeline. We already had that pipeline. So conservatives will clear the way for private sector builders to build future pipelines so we can get world prices for our oil. That will only happen, though, if you get a new government. All right. Well, uh, so what you're saying is, I mean, this is just cynical lip service they're paying to the idea of uh, 
getting the resource to Tidewater there and uh, ain't going to happen on their watch. And maybe you're right about that, since uh, Jerry Butts was so instrumental in uh, forestalling that for many, many years. Uh, that's sort of well-documented, or at least the uh, received wisdom. as far It's as pretty pre- simple. They've seen the polls. The vast majority of Canadians want pipelines, something like two-thirds. So Trudeau has to pretend he agrees with them until the election is over. To do that, he bought an old pipeline we already had and uh, has done nothing to build a new one. Um, And mark my words, after the election is over, he'll find an excuse as to why we can't start building. And four years down the road, we still won't have a pipeline, but Alberta will be economic. Alberta, Saskatchewan will be economically devastated and the rest of the country will be paying the price for that. Do you think they care? Do you think they care about Alberta at this point? It's like they've jettisoned them uh, for any hope to get, uh, you know, any seats, including, I guess, the two or three that uh, currently exist. Everything is going to be vested in either, well, the Maritimes, uh, somewhat they take for granted, but Quebec and Ontario, especially the 905, where it's going to be hotly contested. This is sort of the strategy, isn't it? Well, it's uh, it might be the strategy, uh, but the reality is the majority of Ontarians support pipelines. Um, in fact, the majority of people in almost every province support pipelines. And they also Canadians also understand that you need a strong Western Canada to have a strong Canada. Uh, and uh, blocking a pipeline, pipe pipelines out there is costing billions of dollars to people in every corner of the country. Um, so uh, that's why Trudeau is pretending that he agrees with pipelines now and just to get him through the election. But let's be, be clear about it. He will not construct a new pipeline and he will go ahead with his plan set out publicly to phase out Canada's oil sands. All right and uh, we'll see if that's sort of uh, all part of the handiwork of Jerry Butts who is uh, once again in the fold as a senior political strategist. Mr. Polyev I appreciate your joining us and uh, giving your perspective. Good to be with you. As always Pierre Polyev again is a conservative shadow minister of finance and the MP for Carleton. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.